Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's going on, guys? It is episode number 234 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Uh, and once again, we are back with... Of course, the sobering news from Monday in episode number 233 that Reuben Foster had indeed tore his ACL. Uh, One development that happened right after we got done recording episode 233 and posting it was my pal J.P. Finley from NBC Sports Washington, uh, who does a great job on TV, uh, blogs, and his own podcast, um, reported that and we had mentioned that Ian Rappaport had said that there was possible other damage. Uh, J.P. Finley was reporting that there was possible artery damage, possible artery damage uh, for Reuben Foster, which certainly does not sound very good. Uh, my understanding is uh, from Dr. David Chow, who is a longtime NFL sideline physician, and who does medical diagnosis by video and writes for the San Diego Union Tribune uh, and Sirius XM NFL Radio, uh, and has been a you know a, a friend to me, and and has always been willing to help and um, uh, offer his perspective and his medical ex- expertise and analysis. Uh, he tweeted right after JP's report, um, quote unquote. Uh, and, and by the way, you can follow him on Twitter, highly, highly suggested, at Pro Football Talk, uh, at Pro Football Doc, I should say, at Pro Football Doc. Um, he said, possible artery is significant report, indicates multi-ligament concern, much more than just ACL tear. The fact that his shoe and sock was immediately removed, possibly to check pulse and foot, fits this concern. So you have that situation uh, from Dr. David Chow, uh, again, a longtime NFL sideline physician at Pro Football Doc on Twitter, at Pro Football Doc. Uh, and again, basically, he's he's telling you, look, if it is artery damage, that there's more to this, uh, you know, certainly, and there, and there are plenty of signs for it. And, and that only complicates the rehab, and that only complicates the timeline even more. And we haven't even gotten to the part yet where he has the surgery, and it seems now the big in vogue thing, unfortunately, has become the control of these infections. Uh, And as we know, that happened with Alex Smith, that happened with Darius Geis, that happened, uh, and it's happened with other athletes and other teams and other sports. But it's happened more recently uh, to the Washington Redskins. And everybody's kind of like looking at that and saying, gosh, you know, how do they control that? What can they do? Can they get better doctors? Can they get better trainers? Can they get better uh, surgeons? And, you know, look, the Redskins have Dr. James Andrews. You know, he is, he, he doesn't do every surgery, but he is you know, world renowned. Uh, and they have Dr. Robin West, who has, you know, certainly, um, you know, dealt with a lot of sports injuries and a lot of athletic injuries. And I only assume that she is uh, terrific at what she does. I haven't heard anything other than that. I checked with some people uh, and nobody has anything bad to say. 
So I don't know what the answer to this is, but the bottom line is is uh, clearly the Redskins still have uh, an issue to deal with. Before we get to a column that was written about this particular subject, and Reuben Foster, I want to tell you that coming up in this episode of the Locked on Redskins podcast, we will hear from Redskins quarterback Dwayne Haskins from Monday uh, after practice, after the first OTA session, the one that media was available uh, to be at, and as well, Jonathan Allen, um, Reuben Foster's teammate. And of course, he was at Alabama as well, and he spoke to the media after Monday's practice and again before they officially knew uh, any of the details. But first, I want to tell you guys uh, that... Of course, uh, we've been telling you for weeks that Himalaya is a great place to get this particular podcast and as well all of the Locked on Redskins podcast. So just remember, again, to listen and to get this show every day, subscribe to Locked on Redskins on the new Himalaya podcasting app. In a ever-expanding podcast world, you'll need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every single day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Redskins. So again, the Himalaya podcasting app. Of course, you can also get the Locked on Redskins podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Megaphone, Player FM, and more. And when you get in your car, please tell your smart speaker device to play podcast Locked on Redskins. All right, so let's get to this. Uh, Barry Sferluga, a guy who I've known for a while, terrific writer for the Washington uh, Post, uh, wrote this, and I, I saw certainly some um, s- some Redskins fans were very, very, very upset, and it's in the Washington Post. We're going to post it, uh, and it'll be up on at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins uh, on Twitter, so you can read it yourself. It's titled, When It's the Redskins and Reuben Foster, Even a Freak Injury Makes You Wonder, and of course, that headline leads into the story of Reuben Foster um, riding around in pain and on the ground, punching uh, the ground. And in Barry's first sentence, in Barry's first graph, it goes like this. When Reuben Foster writhed on the ground, then punched it with his left fist, the easy and inevitable thought was this. Karma. Karma left Foster there frustrated, uh, furious and frustrated, and it looks as if he's lost for a season with a torn left ACL. Karma bit the Washington Redskins, and they deserve every ounce of it. Hire a guy the rest of the league wouldn't touch because he had just been arrested following a domestic violence incident before you reasonably could know the specifics of the incident, before you could be sure the charge would be dropped. And well, you reap what you sow. That is about as strong of an opening paragraph as you're ever going to see in the Washington Post, I can tell you that. And Barry, you know, is, is is a great writer. Uh, I'm a little surprised that Barry was this blunt and this direct, quite honestly. Um, But all of this stuff is the stuff that we've talked about with Reuben Foster all along. Uh, Do I believe the Washington Redskins deserve bad? Do I believe Reuben Foster deserves bad and deserves to be injured? No, I don't. Uh, However, as we did on episode 
what, 232, um, or 233, I should say, 233, um, get my numbers confused here, as we did in 233, you know, you kind of wonder, and we've done this before, if the Redskins' way of treating people, a lot of people, not everybody, a lot of people, uh, Dan Snyder in some cases, Bruce Allen in some cases, other Redskins' top officials in some cases, if the Redskins' way of treating people... um, And if the Redskins' ineptitude and anger and frustration and, I guess, disregard for many over the last 25-plus years and over the Dan Snyder ownershipper, if that has contributed to some sort of bad karma, if that has contributed to some sort of situation where the football gods are frowning down on the Washington Redskins. I think it's a more than fair question. I think it's a more than reasonable approach, quite honestly. Again, I wondered it yesterday. I wondered it at times over the six months, seven months, whatever I've been doing this podcast. I mean, I've been very upfront with that. I can't tell you uh, that I'm not. Now, what I would say is this. Um, the criminal justice system has worked out in the favor of Reuben Foster. The NFL has worked out in favor of Reuben Foster and the Washington Redskins. Um, again, we separated this time and time again when we said Reuben Foster was a great football move. And I still contend that it was and it is. There is no doubt about that. However... I said it's not a good move for PR. It's not the right thing to do. It's not the smart thing to do. And more importantly, as we've said from day one, there's no chance Bruce Allen could have done a full investigation, a thorough background check by just making a couple of calls in a 48-hour period following Reuben Foster's release from the San Francisco 49ers and for the Redskins to claim him on waivers and to be the only team to claim him. There's just no way. There's just no way. Um, Of course, they had a little bit of an inside track. They loved the player coming out, number one. I, I convinced that, you know, they could have drafted him. Certainly, he was a, a, a choice that, you know, they were struggling with. Is this... Again, divine intervention. Is this the football guy? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is it karma? Uh, Barry Sferluga seems to think it is karma. Um, and, you know, I, I again, Redskins fans are upset and, and, and calling it a hatchet job and, uh, you know, saying all sorts of negative things about Barry Sferluga. Listen. It's an opinion. It's something that's fair to wonder. I'm not saying that Barry's right, um, but 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 again, karma and divine intervention and the football gods and a curse, to me, it all goes in the same general category. It doesn't mean any of it's true. It doesn't mean any of it's true. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff, quite honestly, that we believe in as a society and as individuals is simply not true. Think about that. I won't go down that road, but think about that. So for anybody to dismiss, for anybody to 
uh, call out and think that Barry Sperluga is ridiculous because he had an opinion, because he had a fair and reasonable thought, because he put pen to paper or computer to paper uh, in the Washington Post, and because it has the circulation and the authority that it has, I think it's absolutely absurd that you guys would get that upset about that and wondering whether or not bad karma does exist within the Washington Redskins for their signing of Reuben Foster and in general with the Washington Redskins over the years. Doesn't mean it's true, doesn't mean it's right, doesn't mean it absolutely happened, but it's fair to wonder and it's fair to think because I've done it and I've talked about it and I've thought long about it. So, um, you know, there's that. All right. When we come back right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, uh, episode number 234, we're going to hear from Dwayne Haskins. We're going to hear from Dwayne Haskins, the Redskins quarterback, number 15 overall pick. We're going to also hear from Jonathan Allen. And Allen will be first and then Haskins after that, just because uh, we kind of end this segment talking about Reuben Foster, that's a natural way to go uh, and move forward. Uh, We're also going to talk about a couple of other things that we can squeeze in as well. That's coming up next. Again, as always, make sure you follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins, and as well at Locked on NFL Net, at Locked on NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. And as we reminded you, uh, remember to get the show every day. And subscribe to the Locked on Redskins podcast on the new Himalaya podcasting app in an ever-expanding podcast world. You need Himalaya with their personally curated playlists and new features every day. Download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked on Redskins back in a flash. All right, it is episode number 234 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. I am your host, Chris Russell, and... Also want to tell you guys that today's Locked on Redskins broadcast is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded, guys. Summer is coming up. Don't sleep on getting a good hotel deal at Hotels.com. We thank them for being a part of the Locked On Podcast Network and Locked On Redskins. All right, Uh, so we wanted to get to this. Jonathan Allen spoke after Monday's OTA practice, and Jonathan Allen is a man that doesn't have much to say, uh, but he says it's short, effective, bold, crisp, uh, and in some cases... um, Pretty funny, quite honestly. Um, So you want to listen to this pretty quickly because, again, a lot of his answers are sharp, quick, witty, no nonsense, and it's kind of the personality that Jonathan Allen has. He doesn't make a lot of excuses. Uh, Remember the incident uh, when the Redskins landed back in Nashville where he basically countered uh, back in Washington from Nashville, uh, where he basically strongly countered DJ Swearinger's criticism of Greg Minuski uh, and the way he did it. And just the way he speaks, and I know I've gotten to know him pretty well, pretty decently, uh, without a whole lot of individual interaction, but just in the course of doing interviews with him over the last two years, 
Uh, Jonathan Allen is no nonsense. He doesn't have a lot of room in his heart, mind, and body uh, for making up excuses. So listen to this from Monday, of course, a little bit uh, in the aftermath of the injury to Reuben Foster. You saw the look on his face. He was very emotional. Just what does it mean for a guy like that to come this far or, you know, to for what he's been through to maybe suffer something like that? Um, personally, I feel like everything happens for a reason. You know, God has his plans. You don't always know what he's going to do, but you got to have faith. And like I said, we don't even know what happened yet, so we got to wait for the MRIs. But, you know, definitely he's in my prayers, and trust me, Ruben's going to be fine. Together, you and mm-hmm. Ruben? Did all, you all four years? Okay, so what what kind of guy was is he like on the field, or what what possibly could be missing if he is out for extended amount of time? I mean, he's going to work his ass off to recover and get back and help this team. He just wants to win. Jonathan, obviously injuries are a part of the NFL, but do you feel like this team's a little bit snake bit here? I mean, it seems like year after year, some key injuries pop up here. Not at all. Every team deals with injuries. We just have to deal with them the best we can and move on. Honestly. You guys have a good quarterback battle case. Dwayne, what have you made from what you're able to see in these early stages? Uh, I mean, I'm a D-tackle. I have no idea what goes into making a good quarterback. But I mean, they seem pretty cool from what I've, from what I've seen. I'm just happy they're on our team. John, can you give us some insight on the kind of process that Ruben's undertaken to get back physically and kind of get back emotionally, mentally in a state where he was ready to come out here and can compete? Because from what I understand, there's been a lot of teammate involvement and kind of checking in with him over the last couple of months. I don't know if that was something you were specifically involved with. I know guys like Sean Dion were. So what, what do you know kind of about that process? I mean, everything you do, everything I do, everything he does, everything we do is to help this team win day in and day out. And when this happens, the only thing that can go, go on through your mind is what can I do to help myself get back as fast as possible? Anything beyond that is out of, out of our control. John, going forward, we don't know what Ruben's status is going to be, but how does this defense get to another level, to the next highest level, based on last year? Really consistency. I mean, we feel like when we're consistent and we do our job, we can play with the best of them. But that's the tough part in the NFL is doing a week in, a week out. So as long as, as long as we can do that, we'll be fine. And that's our goal every day, just get consistently better in what we do. Do you have any conversations with the guys who aren't here, um, knowing kind of your attitude towards winning and, and being here and being present for everything? Uh, not too much. I mean, I'm only going to my third year in the NFL, so really I just try to focus on the D-line, try to help this group out as much as possible. Um, I mean, if they're not here, I'm sure they're out there working somewhere else. I, I really don't know. I can only really focus on the guys who are here, and I know this group who's been here has been working. John, what are your early impressions of Montez Sweat on the edge? I like him. like him a lot. All I know is he's big, tall, long, and he works. That's all I can ask for. Jonathan, as you guys, uh, as the D-line gets older together, you guys, most of you guys have been here two, three years now. Um, just how much is the mindset of uh, being collective together, um, helping you guys be better on and off the field together? Helps out a lot. I mean, when you, have a, when you have a group of guys who hold you accountable, I mean, it really pushes you to be the best every day. You know, you, the, the thing we always say is you should never feel comfortable. Never. You should never feel comfortable. So we try to make everything and everybody uncomfortable in this building. That's just, that's just our goal every day, to make it as uncomfortable as possible for everybody to help, help promote growth. John, do, with, um, with you in year three and, and, uh, and Duran in year two and Matt back together again and then Settle and now Brantley here for a second year, do you guys feel like the, the depth on this defensive line is as good as you can probably ask for uh, in terms of NFL standards? I mean, I've only been here, so I really only know this standard here and it's very high. 
we, we, we like everybody we have in this room. Everybody we have in this room is willing to work and they can do what we ask them to do and they can play football. And that's really all I can ask for. What are some of those things you guys do to make yourselves uncomfortable to kind of reach that next level? How does it come out in like daily interactions? Talk shit and compete. <laughs> Honestly. Jonathan, uh, on the back end, uh, you know, Landon didn't—he wasn't out there today. But as far as your time with him at Alabama, what what should you expect? And you know, Redskins Nation, in other words, what should they expect from Landon Collins on the back end? He's an alpha male. He's an alpha male. And he's a guy who's going to do it right and do a physical. I love the way he comes up and plays inside the box. He's able to reach across the field and make plays all over. He's all around safety, and I'm glad he's on our team. Any any other other new guys besides Montez? Cut your eye. That Kama? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, our whole defensive line, all the new guys we brought in, they're all working hard. And that's kind of what I determine if you fit or not. If you're going to come in and work hard, we can always, we can always find room for a guy who works hard. So I, just like, I like our whole D-line. I really like our whole defense. It's just about going out there and being consistent. If we can do that, we'll be fine. All right, once again, that's Redskins defensive lineman Jonathan Allen. He didn't really bite for my question there, did he, about the depth of the defensive line. But, you know, that's okay. Um he is, again, not a guy that's getting too high on himself. Also, guys, today's Locked on Redskins podcast is brought to you by Untuck It. Dads come in all kinds of shapes and sizes, and so should their shirts, like tall, short, slim, and relaxed. Ever wonder why your father's button-ups look so long? And baggy at the end of the day, well, it can be hard for guys to pull off a casual, untucked look that isn't sloppy. That's where Untuck It comes in. Untuck It is the solution that fits just right. Their shirts are specifically designed to look great, untucked, and feel comfortable at work or on the weekend. No tucking or tailoring required. Go to untuckit.com, untuckit.com, and promo code NBA to get 20% off. That's U-N-T-C, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T, untuckit.com, promo code NBA to get 20% off. Back in a flash as we wrap up the show with a couple of quick words from Redskins quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Back here on episode number 234 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. I am your host, Chris Russell. Also, guys, I want to bring a new board, uh, a board, a new mention um, for us this week, and that is Grip Six Belts. Today's show brought to you by Grip Six, where their goal is to literally make the best belt that's ever been made. Grip Six is an easy, thoughtful gift for dads, brothers, husbands, uncles, grandpas, and even moms and wives. Yeah, say our women's collection. Ultra lightweight, no holes, no flap, and it carries a low profile with the buckle laying flat against the waist, making the belt feel super comfortable. A Grip Six is the only belt with no holes and no flap and no bulk. Grip Six has a special offer for you right now at gripsix.com slash L-O-C-K-E. That's right, L-O-C-K-E, gripsix.com slash L-O-C-K-E. And away we go with Grip Six Belts. Thank them for being a part of the podcast. Speaking of away we go, Dwayne Haskins, the number 15 overall pick, 
quarterback, spoke to the media for a couple of minutes on Monday afternoon after the Redskins OTA. Obviously you saw what happened to Ruben Foster. You never want to see that from a teammate. What was kind of your reaction and, and your thoughts there? I was surprised by the way, the way it happened. I um, hope he's okay. Um, I, was, I was right there when it happened, and it was uh, definitely uh, awkward, but I um, hope he's all right. What did you see? Uh, I just think he got rolled up on. Uh, I think he'll be okay, though. How does it feel to be competing with a veteran like Case Keenum, snap after snap, drive after drive? It was great. Um, you know, I want to be with the best and be around the best, compete with the best. And um, in the offseason, I pride myself in working out with the best quarterbacks and having to have one on my team. And you know, it was great to not only use a great quarterback, but he's someone that wants to help me. And uh, that means a lot to me. How do you feel like you're picking up the offense, learning the guys, receivers, linemen, all that stuff? Uh, I feel like it's going, going great. I got to take baby steps. I'm still a rookie and it's not going to happen overnight. But I'm doing my part, studying as hard as I can, and, um, you know, just putting it on the field. What are the parts for... of the game that you have to be most patient with? Uh, I was most patient with just terminology, regurgitating the plays, calling it in the huddle. But um, when it comes to knowing what I'm doing, I feel like I'm pretty good at it. How do you balance that between le- out here learning on the fly and trying to, you know, you're going to make some mistakes, mistakes as you learn, but also trying to compete and win at the same time? Yeah, I mean, once I know what I'm doing, my eyes in the right place, so it's pretty, pretty good for me. So uh, that just comes with uh, the process of, uh, like you said, learning. Uh, I do the most learning I do in the meetings and then the boardroom and um, in the film room. And that's what happens when you and you work hard there. You play well on the field. So that's, that's what I do. All right, that's Redskins quarterback Dwayne Haskins. And that's going to do it for us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, uh, episode number 234. And, of course, we will be back just as soon as we can for episode number 235. In the meantime, have yourself a great middle of the week right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. And don't forget, make sure, again, you check out the new Himalaya podcasting app. It's available wherever podcasts uh, are uh, downloadable and wherever apps are as well. Himalaya, personally curated playlists, uh, and they make it easy to get the Locked On Redskins podcasting app. And you can listen uh, and consume and download and share the wealth and share the joy at Himalaya along with their personally curated playlists. All right, we're going to say goodbye for episode number 234. Adios.